0: Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network.
1: Phone decided to collapse just now. I we were kind of like little contortions
2: here while that intro was playing, trying <laughs> to get it all Trying together. to get Pete.
1: We were a mess in here. So really, I, yeah.
0: had, I had to come in there and help out, or what? I know. <laughs>
1: now we finally just substituted another pair of headphones all here. Right, good to go. So you know, of course, Doctor Angels, you know, has a little equipment snafu right here at the last moment, but that's all right. Here we are, and we're excited about a great show tonight. I am Mama Mac. That's my other name. Oh, really? Oh, for the first time, I get applause. Of How course you that?
0: do. You always get applause.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. And the great, the amazing PhD, Dr. Angel Palzoni. It is so good to be here tonight. Woo, love that applause Pete gives us. Oh, you know, I know, just all those people that are gathered outside. You know, there's tons. That's it tons That's of them tons. All, tons. Out all out there happy thursday happy thursday Happy Thursday! yes <laughs> you know we love doing this show live and occasionally we have to substitute a, a a rerun but because of our crazy schedules both of us but for the most part we're here live and it's just fun and we want people to call in and you will answer the phone won't you if they call absolutely
0: in. i will 727-441-3000 or 866-826-1340 If you're listening online, TantalkNetwork.com, Tantalk1340.com. And, of course, if you got one of those handy-dandy smartphones, make sure you download the TuneIn Radio app. Look for the Tantalk Radio Network to hear this show, along with all the fine shows. On this radio station. Back to you. Thank
1: you. You said that so well. Thank you, Pete. Have you done we that before? Pete. I have Never, of times. never done that before. <laughs> Everybody's like, it's so
0: scripted. It's natural, though, for me.
1: It is it natural for you. brings a little juice you. to the,
0: the radio show, it to the does. radio station. It does. So. It does.
1: It does. And we love it when you do that. Uh, this is Go Yard, and this is a show all about what, Dr. Angel? Hitting those home runs in life and learning to live life and live it well. And how do we hit home runs in life? Would you tell our listeners about that? we hit them one pitch at a time (laughs) (laughs) okay did you ever play softball you know i did play a little softball back in middle school yeah yeah okay so it's so so important that we hit these home runs and so often we get bogged down with all the problems going on in our lives and instead of hitting home runs we're busy hitting we're striking out we are we're mad we're upset or we just don't make changes in our lives that need to be made and Um, Now that we have all of our little equipment here taken care of, we can concentrate on this show, can't we?
2: Absolutely. You know, it's funny because, you know, talking about the baseball metaphor that we use, uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie um – Blended, But there's a little boy that he wants to play baseball, but every time he goes to bat, he strikes out. He can't do and then he starts taking the bat and hitting everything and beating everything up. And really? No, oh I have yes, not seen gets that. He so angry every time he strikes out. But I think so many of us are doing that in life. You we know? are. We're going up. We didn't get the results we wanted. And then instead of figuring out what can we do, what can we change, what can we adjust, we're just angry and throwing that, you know... Exactly. Just
0: just think about how crazy baseball really is. What do you have to hit to have 300 average? What do you have to have? Three out of 10. Right. Yeah. That's all you got to do. 30%, right? Right. 300 hit 300 in baseball. You have to go three out of 10. That's it. So there's always a chance.
1: And, but you know, and with that said, Pete, that means there's a whole lot of times that it's not going real well. That's right? it.
0: And you know what's you great about stick baseball? Stick it with it. That's it. You have to stick with yes. it. Yes. You have to find out the tendencies. That's right. what all baseball is about. And eventually, you're due. Yeah. I yes, mean, it's exactly. in every baseball movie. You're due. It's just like life. You're due. That's right. You're having a bad luck. You're having that's bad right. stuff that's going exactly on. That's exactly right. But you do eventually. Absolutely. And you know
1: what? It's a great metaphor for what we try to do here is because there's so many times in life that things aren't going the way we want them to do. I know. And we are feeling <laughs> like we're failing in this relationship or that relationship or our job or our family, whatever. And yet, if you just stick with the basic principles, that's what this show is all about. Basic human you know
0: keep swinging
1: yeah just keep, keep swinging yeah. that's it keep doing it keep swinging with all you know and keep going up there yes. with the intention
2: of being successful with the plan you know don't just go up there oh weak and oh I'm not going to really be able to do this because we won't you know right. and you know I think you're right a lot of us do feel like our, our lives are kind of chaotic and a mess and then I think we lose the focus on what's really going well because right. we're so focused yes. on yes. what's
1: not and really, all of that, that was a great intro to this series that we began last week. If you missed last week's show, go to the podcast here at TantalkNetwork.com. Go down to Goyard. Catch up with, with the show last week. We introduced this, this series inner confidence and i it's going to be probably four weeks total um because it takes a while to really get this information into us to the point that we can begin to really use it you know what i mean a lot of us know these basics but it's one thing to know it it's another thing to use it and that's my opinion what do you oh, think it's about it's
2: absolutely that? one thing to know it one thing to use it. Um, you know, it's funny because um, I've had to deal with that same principle in a different area this week. I uh, work in a foster program, and I work on teaching foster parents how to manage traumatized children's behaviors. And, you know, a lot of them are sitting there in the training, and they're rolling their eyes, and they're thinking, oh, this isn't going to – because it's not like your normal parenting plan. And one foster parent decided to start – taken some of my advice, and then she's telling her counselor, oh my gosh, that stuff Dr. Angel said really, really works. And so, you know, I think we do that. You know, we yeah. know it, we hear it, and we But to like, do it, we gotta do it. That's not for me, or,
1: yeah. you know, we don't really apply it. And doesn't that make you feel good though when people do take the advice and start putting it into their lives? And so our goal for this show every week is to give you a few nuggets or a ton of nuggets and you pick some and use them. This whole thing of inner confidence is so important because so many people do not have it. So describe what it is, Dr. Angel, (laughs) that we want our audience to understand that they need.
2: Well, inner confidence, as we really went through last week in a lot of detail, is having that trust in ourselves, that Feeling of self assurance that's coming from our appreciation of our abilities and our qualities, what we do. And so we trust in our abilities. We yes. trust in our in our qualities. And it, and it is very intertied in with self esteem. Right. Meaning our self esteem is that we believe we have value to other people. Right. And our self confidence means that we trust that we can. Handle situations or make a decision or use Absolutely. our skills and abilities.
1: And I think that one of the reasons this topic is so important is because so many people get stuck in a mm-hmm. rut. They get stuck in not being able to move forward in a certain area in their life because they're afraid of making the wrong decision. Do you want to address that? Oh, my goodness.
2: That paralyzed of making a decision and they don't trust their self they don't trust in themselves to make a decision so what they're doing is calling you know 25 of their closest friends putting it out on social media seeing what everyone else should do and everyone else has different circumstances and and it doesn't always work for us and then they get stuck and so I would rather not make a decision than make the wrong decision and not making a decision is still making a decision
1: exactly and so they get stuck so we don't want them to not make a decision for fear of making the wrong one, do we? Absolutely
2: not. Because, like, and then when I point that out, when you are not making a decision, you're you're making a decision to not make a decision. That's still a decision. <laughs> it's not the You got me so
1: confused. We uh. can't just avoid. <laughs> I'm teasing.
2: I'm teasing. We can't just you're avoid right. things. you right. so, And so, you know, and a lot of times you'll see this with, like, women when you go shopping. You ever go oh. clothes
1: shopping with your <laughs> No, you know, I never do that. So believe me, I really don't do that. My sisters do, but I do they not. They got to try everything on. No. What do you no, think? No, what do you no, think? No, How no. do I look?
2: You know, I gave that
1: up many, many moons ago. Go ahead. You no, know, you know that whole. What
2: do you think? How does it fit? What do I look? You know, do I look old? Do I look fat? Do I look this? Do I look that? You know, they're relying on someone else's sure. opinion of what they look like. And you know, and some of that's fine. It's great to have other people's opinions, but we can't live in
1: other people's opinions absolutely so before we get into new material tonight i want you to go over this one aspect we talked about last week people who lack inner confidence say things like and the reason i want you to do that is because i believe if somebody missed last week they will relate to what this topic is all about with just that little section
2: okay We'll go over it quite quickly here. So people who tend to lack inner confidence may say like, "I've never had confidence. I was just born this way," or "It's my family line to not have confidence," which is a myth because confidence has nothing to do with our. Biological, genetical, DNA makeup—it's—it's it's our experiences and how we interpret those experiences. So, okay. you may come from a family line of people who don't have confidence, but that is based on their choice okay. and their and their life choices. I or I used to be confident, but then life happened, or a person stole my confidence, or a situation stole my confidence. Now I don't have confidence anymore, and so that. We can choose to start rebuilding that confidence That's at right. any time. That's the cool thing with confidence. Yeah. And, and if we let something steal it, we really didn't have it. We had confidence uh-huh. in that one I like that. area or that one a relationship. But we didn't have confidence in us. It was in that thing that we lost. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm confident most of the time, except um, I hear that a lot. Sometimes those are people who are growing in their confidence. And we're not going to just say, "Okay, Dr. Angel, I want inner confidence and we just we got it in all areas of our life. It's a growing thing. Um, But most of the time I'll hear that when you're feeling uncomfortable about doing something. Right. And being uncomfortable is not the same as not feeling confident. Right. You know, when I sometimes when I have to do large public speaking engagements, I'm not super comfortable. I, you know, it's foreign venues. I have to do things differently. I don't have my spot.
1: It makes me a little uncomfortable. You just did that last week. I did, but I'm not. I think I got a text about <laughs> hey. This is going to be a bigger group than I had any idea. <laughs> and I had to do it behind a podium, which is not me. Like, I'm so animated, so
2: that was, like, really hard for me. Right. So, yeah, I felt uncomfortable with that situation, but I had the confidence that my abilities could carry me through sure. that. So sure. So uncomfortableness is not the same as not having confidence. Okay. Um, people who apologize all the time. Yeah. That frequent, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm you sorry, know, yeah. I'm sorry the sky's blue today, or I'm sorry it's cold, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, that that's yeah. lacking both self-esteem and confidence. Um, I hear that all the time. OK, or, I don't want to come off as being arrogant. People who are confidence. You know, they're those arrogant people and, and confidence and arrogance. But
1: they're not the same.
2: No, they're opposites. Yeah. Um, so you will not be arrogant as you grow confidence. Arrogant people actually lack confidence. OK. And um, I think that's all the ones we. we yeah, I think it
1: was. So what does confidence look like, doctor? What does it look like? What does it look like? Well, it looks like, first of all, I have trust
2: in myself. So I have trust that I can make good decisions. I trust my judgments. Okay. So I can look at a situation and kind of trust that I can examine the situation, that I can make a decision. With the information I have, that's the best decision in the moment. Right. So trusting in my judgment. Um I can try new things. When I have right. inner confidence, Wow! I'm willing to go out there and try something new. Because I trust in the abilities I have, so now I might want to explore, do I have a different ability or do I want to develop this ability? And when we have that faith in what we can do, it kind of sets you free to do more. Right, exactly. Um, I love that. Um, it helps us bounce back when things go wrong.
1: Oh, wow. That's a good point right there. Because so often, life does have situations that happen and it may be difficult and we may take a tumble emotionally and really feel bad about the way a situation turned out yeah and we need to bounce back somehow yeah resilience is amazing and it's really an uh,
2: integral part of living a go yard life you're not living this life without stuff happening. right? And when we don't have that resilience, we don't have that bounce back ability, we really get stuck. And that's where I see people stuck in that depression, that anxiety, they just can't move because they're missing that bounce back piece. Exactly. And so when I have confidence in my ability and in my judgment and my decisions, okay, I might have lost that job, but I'm gonna be able to put together a new resume. I'm gonna have confidence that I can do things to help myself.
1: Exactly. Reminds us. It reminds me of our little stress balls that we're going to give out this Saturday uh, at a big event. And they're just a little baseball that's Mm -hmm. just that bounces. Right. It does. Right. Interesting. And you can push on that and and, you know, relieve some stress. But also it signifies how we have to learn to bounce back in life
2: absolutely not only does it bounce but you can squeeze it and misform it and as soon as you let go as soon
1: as that stressor's relieved, oh, it goes right back to being that ball that's right and if you want one of our stress balls complimentary to just let us know and we'll get we'll send one to you um so for those that are out there that are going you know what I just, there's so many things in life that make me uncomfortable. I, I get in situations and I just feel like I can't say the right thing. Or maybe I my face is sending a message that is not what I want to send. My body language, I don't know what to do or how to come across as more confident. What do you say to that person? Oh, wow. So there's a lot of body language things that we do that
2: absolutely signifies our confidence. You know, when we're walking How we walk, where we look, you can tell someone typically has confidence just based on that. Uh, People who tend to look down lack confidence. People who tend to be able to look up and out as where they're going, just like we metaphorically want to do with our life, there's more confidence. There's more confidence, Uh, yeah. Things like putting our hands in our pockets, that's Mm -hmm. a sign of lack of confidence, unless it's cold out, of course. But things like just having open body language, those are ways to present as more more confidence, right
1: so those are little things that we can learn to do right can you control your self-confidence we have complete 100 percent absolute and you know i don't go to absolute very often you never go to absolute have, you don't even like the words always and never i don't but absolutely we have control of always our, we can we can have control. always we can
2: we control our confidence right and if we're willing, willing to do what it takes to build it, develop it, it you're not going to take the confidence magic pill.
1: Right. There and is I, none. Right? There is, it
2: doesn't exist. And I think we live in such a culture that wants everything right here, right now, fixed. Let's, all right, did that, done, you know, let's move on. Confidence doesn't work that way. It is a, a journey. It's right. a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Explain that for our audience. Well, I'm going to make mean, my, 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 my la, 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 tongue tied. Oh, wait, I think
0: we have a caller. That's the reason why you're tongue tied, because I'm about to get on the mic here. We got uh, Sandy on the line. Sandy, uh, welcome hey, to Go Yard.
1: Sandy, hi. 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 Talk Talk so, us. my question is um, if somebody
2: from the board of directors steals from our community, and do we have insurance to cover that loss? And if so, what's the normal deductible for
1: that? You know what, Sandy? You've called in on the wrong show. That was the show, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was the show right before okay. us, and okay. uh, this is a show on self-confidence, and that was a, that was a show on uh, community associations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would answer uh, okay. your question uh, as a realtor, but I'm not going to, so I think you need to <laughs> find that out for yourself. <laughs> Thanks, Sandy. Okay. OK, so so back to can you control this? You have we each have that ability to change our circumstances, don't we? We do. And not only we may not be able to change some of our outside external
2: circumstances, but we can always change how we perceive Mm -hmm. our circumstances Mm -hmm. that's where we have control I mean when you have taken history courses and we've read about you know individuals who were put in you know concentration camps during World War II and how so many people lost their lives and how some people just built this inside They've changed the world by right. the way they took that situation. It didn't change that they were being starved and beaten and separated from their family members
1: and going through these horrible events that they went through for for no other Corey reason than... Ten Boom. Yes. Amazing woman. She's in heaven now, but she was able to stay confident in her God that she would get out of there alive. And she
2: did. And that's perspective. And yes. that's, that's where that confidence comes from her. She couldn't have changed that outside circumstance, no. but she changed the inside perception of that. And circumstance. isn't that a
1: huge key to self-confidence is how we perceive the situation within, yes. because the more we change that, then our external situation is we view it differently. Right? Absolutely. So
2: That's why I say that confidence and kind of self-esteem go hand in hand, because when we have an experience, say we have a job loss, because that happens to a lot of people, someone who has a healthy confidence and healthy self-esteem that they lose their job, they're going to be, okay, well, this company is financially hurting, I'm going to do what I can to move on. Someone who's lacking that is going to be, oh, I'm a bad person, I don't have anything good, I knew they didn't like me, I knew I couldn't do my job, and we're... We're blaming our... It's all about exactly. perspective. Yeah. And if I'm feeling that way, how can I move on? Because it's my fault I lost the job and I don't have the power to fix it.
1: And, and doesn't that root a lot of times in a lack of self-respect and self-esteem? Absolutely. I mean, if we feel like going into that job situation that golly, you know, I don't know why they picked me. And, you know, that kind of defeatist attitude, it's going to carry over and perhaps carries over in your job performance. It carries over in everything. You know, anytime something
2: negative happens, they kind of self-blame. Like, why was it my fault? Instead of looking at an objective perspective of something else could have resulted in why this event happened and what can I do about it. Mm-hmm. and that's the difference between confidence and the lack of confidence the right. same event can happen right
1: so it's inside of us it's inside and that's where it's all at and so often that's where we just get tripped up and people live in their head you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying in past experiences that have gone bad and we like to refer to those as playing those old tapes over although that's you know CDs are even outdated now so playing <laughs> that old mp3 or whatever it is in your head Is is where explain what that is, that concept, because I think a lot of people do it and don't even realize that that is a common behavior that needs to change. It is. So, you know, a lot of times when we've had negative
2: experiences in our life or people saying things that were negative to us or some kind of thing that wasn't, you know, a positive, we take those words, we kind of capture those moments and we let them play over and over. We keep hearing, you know, our father, you know, putting us down or our mother telling us she wishes we weren't born or this bad event that happened, this boyfriend that dumped me, or this husband who walked out, or whatever it was that happened. And we keep playing it over and over and over and kind of reliving it emotionally all the time. And that can't be good at all. At all. Well, no, because if you're always looking back, you you're not here in the moment and you don't you can't go forward. We need to be present
1: future, not right. past, present. Right. Which a lot of people still are doctor and i i want your comments on that for a couple minutes here before we go to break i want you to talk more about how to change you're saying it can be changed absolutely okay how does a person out there in radio land who recognizes wait a minute i'm one of those i play those old mp3s through my head all the time you know i go over and over and over the old tapes what do you do with those people well, first
2: of all, I'm going to tell you, when you are that kind of person, what you're trying to do is you're trying to walk forward, looking backwards over your shoulder. Oh, that's a good metaphor. It that's is. really That's good. what you're doing. You're looking backwards, but you're trying to go forward and you're not making progress. And what's going to happen? You're going to fall. You're going to trip, fall, bump in and stuff. You're not, you're, and right. then you're having a new bad experience. And then it kind of, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy. I told you, no, my life was no good and I can't do no good. And it keeps that cycle going. But reinforces the bad. It does. So we can't go forward looking backwards. It just doesn't happen in the
1: physical, and it doesn't happen well, in the Well, just emotional. think about driving a car or walking on the beach. If you're, your, your feet are walking on the beach and you're looking behind mm-hmm. you all the time, you're going to bump into someone. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Or... Yeah. It's not going to yeah. go good. It's or just not going to go good. Or you're going to get hit by a flying frisbee in the head. Y- true story.
2: And, yeah. and you know, so we got to stop doing it in the emotional. I want you to really imagine yourself. I am walking forward, looking behind me. Just try it and see how far you get because it's going like to be that. because that's what you're doing emotionally. Woo! Let's go to break. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
1: This is Go Yard. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, products, dot com.
0: Call Marcia today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marcia McAllister at 727-417-0707. Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tantalk Radio Network.
1: Great song. You pick good stuff, you and Pete. And I think most of it is just usually really, really good. Welcome back to Go Yard, second half of the part two of our new series, Inner Confidence. And, you know, there's so many people, Dr. Angel, that believe that they are not smart, that they are not cute, that they are not... um, Desirable in some way, or they're not good enough for a decent job with good pay, or they really don't deserve to be loved by anyone, and they go through their life very alone and very, very self-defeated.
2: They do, and and there are a lot of people who are feeling this way, and then they're frustrated because they want more. They want to not feel this way, but they're not sure, how, how do I make it different? Right. Right. And you can make a different. And I'm going to tell you, there's the hope right there, is that you can you make it different. You can. It won't, you know, lifelong patterns don't change in a day or two. It. You know, sometimes it's taken us 30, 40 years to get where we're at or longer. It's going to take some time to undo some of those habits and thought patterns and ways we were doing Well,
1: things. the person that's grown up in a family where nobody went to college and they barely got out of high school and they all worked in the same factory in town and then those jobs have soon disappeared and whatever, there's a lot of that going on in our nation. And there was no push to, to better themselves as far as going to college because nobody in their family had ever done that. So it's really that's really a push and a struggle for a lot of people. Some of our listeners may be in that category right now that they haven't pursued uh, a career path because they just don't feel like they're capable. You know, and
2: how you, how you do it is one, one bite at a time, one step at a time. And, you know, you bring up an interesting scenario because I came from that family. I came from that family. We'd all didn't work in the same factory, but my family has, you know, they Barely graduated high school. I had very few members in our family who graduated high school. Most of them dropped out. You know, eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade. So, and I was the first one to ever walk through the steps of a college.
1: Wow! And I really? remember
2: my family thinking, "What do you think? You're better than us." Oh, and it was very, did they say those oh, things? Absolutely. Really. And, but, I, you just have to. Look at your goal. And you know what? I didn't feel confident. I'm like, I am not going to be smart enough. I remember sitting in my first college class, in junior college, by the way, that's where I started, and thinking, I, I'm never going to be able to do this. And it was just one class at a time. And I'm like, and I graduated with the honors and kept going, and obviously kept you going have and what, going. Two
1: master's degrees, a PhD, and a bachelor's degree. Two bachelor's, two two bachelor's, bachelor's, bachelor's degrees. degrees and and but you know you're a good example and that's that I'm glad you brought that up because I believe this is where a lot of people lack confidence because invariably your your career what you do to to make money in life does dictate a lot about your confidence right it does yes. i mean it can i know you're going to say can but i i believe it does for a lot of people that are stuck perhaps in a dead end job or Really have no idea how to get out uh, of the, the job they're in right now. Absolutely, and, and it's it's not
2: an overnight thing. It's I'm gonna dare to believe I can try. And for me, I'll tell you what made what the difference. What was with you? For me, it was let me I interview you, Doctor Angel. Yes. I will tell you because I really had zero confidence. So okay. at this point in my life, so that's why we're doing I this series, started right? this, Okay. And I remember thinking, I cannot try, and I'll never get there. I'll never get to where I'd if like to go. If you don't try, you're just going to I don't try, I'm never going to have that. However, I could try. I may fail, but at least I know I tried or I could succeed. And that little nugget of I could succeed was enough to make me take those first steps.
1: So when you started college, did, did you intend to one day end up with a PhD and be Absolutely not. licensed mental health counselor? Absolutely not. And it was fun because with every success...
2: I felt a little bit more confident the next time I registered for classes and then a little bit more confident the next time I registered for classes. By the time I got to a PhD, I had built so much confidence in my ability that I was like, I got this. I'm going to tackle this. And I remember going into dissertation and they're like, it takes 36 to to 48 months to write the kind of dissertation you want to write. And I'm like, nope, I'm going to do it in one year. I did it in 14 months. Wow. But that wow. was one success at a time. You're talking a 17-year period of building confidence one step at a time, one success at a time.
1: And actually, knowing your history a little bit, you had three little kids Along and the way. Uh, were very uh, busy mother and doing all kinds of things very busy in life yet you still manage to do this to our listeners out there who go you don't have any idea how hard my life is i've got you know 25 children and and whatever that would be a little excessive right? <laughs> that would be a lot of kids yeah that would be you might get a tv deal if you did but yeah. um old but mother goose <laughs> yeah you old go. my, yeah lived in a shoe i don't know what was it.
2: but if we want to try if we dare yeah. to try we will
1: we will find that time it's daring to try it's daring i to try. like that because i think that's where a lot of people are stuck in that they don't whoops they don't even forgot to turn my phone off today they don't make any effort to to try try. right why they don't because the fear of failure
2: is stronger than the hope of success yes Ooh, that's really good it's what's living stronger in you the for me the hope of success was stronger than the fear of failure wow and so I got to write
1: that down. The hope of success. So, what is stronger in you? And it's
2: about your perspective. That has Versus nothing more to what? do with your perspective. So, the hope of success needs to be stronger than your fear of failure. Whatever stronger is what
1: is going to grow inside of you. Right. That's exactly right. It's like a teeter-totter When in grade school when we, we get on those teeter-totters and one kid would come along that weighed so much more, and suddenly you find you're sitting up in the air, just staying up in the air, right? Oh, yeah. I remember that. Right? And Because of that. But it's got to be, you've got to get to that place where the hope of success is stronger than that fear of failure. Absolutely. And, and if we're not trying,
2: we, we didn't even give it a whirl, like... We didn't do our best. But so many people don't try. That's the whole point, don't you think? They don't. I can't tell you the number of people I have sat with over the years who had goals or had dreams of, you know, I want to I want to be a child's hairdresser or I want to, you know, teach preschool or I want to, you know, like had hearts to really do something and wouldn't take the first step. Right. Because they couldn't. That fear of failure was way stronger for them than the hope of success.
1: So – To our listeners out there who are going, that's me. You know, I'm afraid of failing. How do they overcome that? To get to that place of first step where they begin to see that maybe I might be okay doing this. Well, first of all, you have to,
2: you know, I use the word chunking things up a lot, but the, it, it's really helpful because when you're looking at, if I would have went started college thinking, oh, I'm going to go all the way through to my doctorate degree, I would have probably never wanted to start such yeah. an endeavor, a 17-year-long project. I probably wouldn't have started it. But I went in starting, I'm going to take an English class and a psych class and a speech class. And there are 16 weeks, and that's where I started. Wow. I didn't look at what was next down the pike line. I just find found my four classes, and that's where I kept my focus, this first 16 weeks. Okay. What can I do with this first? And with each success yeah, gives you that strength to pull from for the
1: next Little so chunk. It, I guess I hear you saying, if you don't start somewhere, start you're never going to get anywhere. True, right?
2: Yes. I mean, so you, you've got you've got to start. You know, got to just start. You know, and starting is the hardest part. We were just talking about, you know, um, having an event this weekend, and we we were talking about, oh, you know,
1: getting there is the hard part. Once we get there, (laughs) we love it. It's the getting there, right? Yes, that's
2: for everything, really. Though it's that getting ready, get up early,
1: get over there, traffic, whatever. That's the hard part. But once we're there, we once you're there, you're there. And it's like when people are wanting to work out and
2: they don't work out. Well, I don't want to get, you know, that first step. Once we make that first step those next steps just naturally keep coming
1: so it what this is what we're saying here is couple several things but one is that you can develop inner confidence i hear you saying that over and over again it is possible even the worst scenario out there in radio land of somebody who's going i'll never be able to do whatever whatever yeah you can but it takes steps right takes sometimes baby steps
2: it absolutely takes very you know just making small manageable goals one step at a time and looking just to where you are in the moment we can't go forward looking over our shoulder looking back I think that's huge for this show today it really it is a huge concept and I mean I've worked with women who've had some of the most horrific situations Uh, I remember one that she was you know through foster care her whole life never had her forever family oh wow she You know, made a lot of wrong, you know, really poor choices in men, got, got on drugs, had a child, had the child was removed from birth because it was born addicted to drugs. Wow. She ended up going to prison and she comes out and that's where I get her. And she says, I just, I want my child back. I want to learn to be a good mom. And it happened. Wow. And in the, you know, one step at a time, one step at a time. She not only earned her child back, she is a good mom. And now she just finished her um, associate's degree.
1: Fantastic. That's the kind of but stuff we're doing. When we she
2: started, our, I had, you know, she was a felon. She had this, she had no family support. Like, But it was one step, finding that one person that can cheer you along or believe in you with it. It's
1: really helpful. It is helpful. And, you know, a lot of times people in a situation similar to what you're talking about, going to a group like AA or NA and get a sponsor and get somebody who's been there who has a period of time of sobriety and, and really hook on to that person and let them be that support for you or somebody else in your life, whoever church person whatever anybody that will actually your mama anybody that will really stand there and be in your corner for you later you know what i tell people a lot of times when
2: they are wanting to you know have a goal for something and it doesn't always have to be career it could be just maybe i want to be a better person or maybe i want to have more confidence like this person or maybe i want you know to do this whatever it is find that person that's kind of got a little bit of what you want good point and you know buddy up with them how, yeah. how do they get there because right. they're going to cheer you on. get a along. mentor that's yeah, what you're it's saying a mentor and it's a purposeful mentor yeah you know they're going to be able to cheer you on they're going to be able to give you some of their inside secrets of how they and you know someone that has the success in the area that you want
1: success that's hope it's possible well, going with our baseball metaphor, mm-hmm. spring training right now, and uh, teams across America are busy out there practicing and playing each other and all this, and they have coaches, right? And the coaches, most of them have played baseball. Oh, yes. Most of them were major league players. Some of them maybe minor league, but for the most part, they are. They were major league players if they're going to be a manager or coach for a professional team, right? And so these guys get in there and they listen and batting practice, you know, don't stand that way, stand this way, you know, or throw the ball like this. Oh, your left foot is going crazy angle, you know, pitchers, you know, whatever. And, and they listen mm-hmm. because they want to succeed.
2: Because that person had found that success. And in the ment, I am a firm believer in the whole mentoring process because it is, it works it does it works. Work. you know all of our major sporting teams use that mentoring process um and it works when i get new staff come in you know uh, we work a lot with new counselors coming out of college we get to train them and develop them into being amazing counselors a lot of times i'll pair them up with a counselor that's a little bit further down the road than they are but can still have that freshness of the rookie feeling mm-hmm. and they find that success exactly one you know alongside that person, and it's great to have people that we have as mentors, and it's great for us to mentor right others
1: that yeah. aren't where we are exactly because it, it's it's fun to see somebody take a hold of the principles that you're trying to teach them, and they actually put them into practice, and and they you see the rewards from it. We do, and when you're you're seeing that living
2: breathing person who who's who's there where you are closer where you want to be you know it's not a perfect journey right you'll see the human part of it you'll see their their da- their bad days you might see their days of self-doubt you might see the obstacles that happen or the people who don't cheer them along alongside of them and so when we have that we feel it's more normal it's natural it's right. gonna we happen because i think in our brains we just get this idea that well if everyone's not cheering me along then i shouldn't be doing this
1: right Years ago, I w- I've been a realtor for 26-plus years, and years ago when I was Century 21, for six years I was the trainer for all the new agents that came through our office, and they had to spend three weeks with me, two or three hours a day, okay? And so sometimes I'd take them on a listing appointment. Sometimes I would take them when I was showing homes. But a lot of times it was just conversation in a classroom, and it was me giving them examples, of things, of things that can happen and, and how you would handle that kind of given situation. And um, I recently, a few months ago, ran in somebody I had trained many, many years ago and he was saying, oh, I remember all those classes and, you know, and and that's the kind of thing that is really good in whether it's in an occupation, you may want to latch on to somebody that can be your mentor or just in life. Mm-hmm. Someone that can be kind of, we call this show a life coaching show. We're, that's what we're doing right, right. now. We are Doing that if you will take this advice and if you will apply it to your own life. That's the go-yard life.
2: It is the go-yard life. And you know, confidence can't happen without action. Right. You have to put action to confidence. It doesn't develop, you know, sitting there and thinking about it and wishing for it
1: and hoping for it. You have to have some action. Right. So those first steps are important first steps. Speaking of my real estate metaphor. Uh, So many agents, new agents, would come in the office and you'd find them for the first hour and a half of the day just standing around drinking coffee and shooting the breeze, right? Absolutely. And just talking and just talking and just talking. And, you know, it became necessary to say no. When you come in the office and you sit down, you pick up the phone. Mm -hmm. And you start prospecting or you start calling people you know or you... You know, you watch training videos or you do something instead of just sitting around, you know, shooting the breeze. But a lot of people, I guess this is what I'm trying to say, is a lot of people's confidence is low because there's no effort put into it to make it change. And you're telling us on this series that you can build self-confidence. You can change your inner thoughts, The tapes in your head.
2: You do, and you do it one day at a time, one step at a time, one moment at a time, but it's action. It is, you know, I yes, I keep hearing that voice inside of me telling me I'm going to be a failure or I'm not going to be able to do this or or I'm a bad mother or I'm a bad father, whatever that tape is, but I know that I can be a good mother or a good father or I can succeed, so I'm going to replace that with I'm going to try. I'm going to do my best. Yeah, there you go. And, you know, it's catching yourself. And then replacing it with the truth. Exactly. Exactly. And learning to do that over. If it's writing, I can tell you when I had no confidence, I used to sticky notes all over my me mirrors, too. all yeah. over my refrigerator of those things that I needed to see all the time right. to help me change my tapes. Exactly. And it didn't change in a day. It took years it took to years. change those tapes.
1: And I remember in real estate wanting to make more money so and needing to make more money, so I started staying at the office longer. I started making more effort. I started reaching out and making more calls, prospecting, whatever the case may be. But, I mean, I took up the hours a day that I was working and figured it out and added two more hours a day to it or three more hours a day. And it changed everything because I was focused on a goal. Yes. And I, I want you to relate to that because I think that that is really where a lot of people get stuck is because they don't see themselves having any better life at all or any change they just can't picture it they can't
2: and you're right they have such a hard time envisioning it um and what you're talking about almost reminds me of this post-it note commercial I don't know if you saw it but it's this little teenage girl she wants to join the basketball team but she's quite short and then she writes on this post-it note something like I can do it or I will succeed and she's practicing jumping and jumping higher and sticking that post-it note and the next time she keeps trying to jump oh, no, higher I haven't seen that. That's and, cool. and then when she went to do tryouts she Got it way up there, and everyone was surprised. Well, that didn't just happen because she decided one there day I'm going to try for basketball. She practiced. She changed those tapes that I can do it, and she didn't let her height you know, be her obstacle. She wanted to overcome that obstacle and she worked at it. And, you know, we know that when we write things down, we're more likely to succeed. Yeah, I mean, that's that's psychology 101. It is. And they're trying to sell post-it notes, but there's so much, that commercial is very
1: profound to me because that's how change happens. It is. You write things down. Absolutely. Now, and, and let's go with that for a moment, because for those that are, are not familiar with the concept of affirmations, would you describe what an affirmation is and how you can use that to boost your self, self-confidence? So affirmations are, are positive, uplifting things mm-hmm. um,
2: and things that are true about ourselves. So if we you know, everyone has skills or abilities, a character trait, things that they're they are confident in themselves maybe on some level or they can at least recognize as good those are affirmations and so we want to encourage those that right what i feed grows what i starve does right. so if i'm feeding those negative messages those old tapes over and over and over then that's what's growing in me mm-hmm. so i got to change that if i don't like my direction right and yeah. writing down like i really want to be a good parent or i really want to succeed at this or I want to try this and, or I, you know, I'm friendly. I'm a good, you know,
1: friend to people or I'm trustworthy or I'm whatever it is. So saying what you want to be right and write them down. It works with scripture, you know, Mm -hmm. taking a verse of scripture and this is who I am. You know, I, I, this is who I am becoming, you know, know, I had that journal and I wrote all those down and that's what it was changing
2: those the tapes. Way,
1: right because it's changing tapes and changing your inner confidence does not happen overnight we've made that point a hundred times now between last week and this week probably not exactly a hundred but a few and it, it can happen however that's it we want to leave people with hope tonight doctor it absolutely can happen it is going to take
2: determination you're gonna to have to be purposeful, intentful, and want to really put action. You're yeah. gonna to have to get action to do this, but you yeah. can absolutely do this. And that's, to me, that's the hopeful part is that you have the power. You yeah. hold the power, the keys to. Having that confidence to growing your self esteem, to growing yourself into the person you really, really want to be. It's not going to happen watching, you know, the series on Netflix over and over and binge watching and sitting on the couch. It's going to happen when I say, this today is the day that right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on making a new tape or I'm gonna work on, you know, an action to do something.
1: And you know, let's go back to the the uh, working out gym metaphor, okay um because that one has bogged me down different times in life and sometimes i get on a roll and i'm doing really good five six times a week and then other times i can go months and i'm just so busy i just don't get there for one reason or another but i know when i really think with a clear mind that i feel better when i go to the gym and i know it's better for me
2: it's that first step right
1: it's a first step but i also think sometimes it's going back over the benefits of what would happen if I did do this, mm-hmm. you want to expound on that? Well, that's really what kind of helps motivate us and keep yeah. that drive alive.
2: Um, you know, if you're wanting to, you know, earn a college degree, if you're wanting to join this certain career, what, well, how will that benefit your yeah, life? How exactly. will that improve your life? Yeah. What would that look like? Yeah. What would it look what like? What would your life look like if you woke up tomorrow and you were there? Right. What, how would you know you were there? What would be different? Like that's the things we want to think about as right. we're working towards our goals, or working towards where, to developing. And you know I, before the commercial I talked about it's a marathon. That just means it is a long journey, it's a life. It's a life journey. You know we're not running the 100 yard dash and Oop, I've arrived I have all this confidence and'm I'm still growing in confidence every day. I'm still developing right. every day. If we stop growing, we start
1: dying. I t- so totally agree. Think about the Olympics we just watched, because I watched a lot of it, because I absolutely too. love it. And so many of these people that were maybe a little borderline, maybe they should retire. Mm-hmm. They were like 35, whatever. And to me, that's like really young. <laughs> but anyway, um, but but t- so they interviewed them, and they said, so this will probably be your last Olympics. Well, I don't know. Okay, so you're getting up in age... As an athlete, and we we know there are baseball players that play till they're forty, or whatever football players. I mean, mm-hmm. you, yeah, you sure, know. you
0: got Tom Brady who's uh, forty years old. There you go. I was go. just gonna
1: say, my boy Tom. Yes, Tom
0: and you know why Tom plays? Because why? he continues, like he said, to go to the gym. He makes his mind uh, be positive. He's in his playbook. He's always yes.
1: He's working. He's it, always isn't it? working.
0: Yes, he is to be the best. Right. And One of these days, he most likely is going to be the best quarterback if he not already is the best quarterback. I think he probably is. Well, Joe Montana, something to say. About well,
1: that. yeah, okay, <laughs> no. all right. But, but I mean, uh, but Tom is somebody to be admired, Tom even is though I don't like the Patriots, but the I thing, do like
0: Tom. But here's the thing that's unbelievable about Tom Brady: he was a six-round pick. Nobody knew anything about him. He was just <laughs> uh-huh. some skinny kid. His second year, he takes over for the New England Patriots, and the rest is history. He's right. a franchise-changing quarterback. Woo! You don't draft a franchise quarterback in the sixth round. In no. fact, the only player you draft in the sixth round as a franchise quarterback. Tom Brady. That's right. the only one. There's yeah, never been never a, a been like quarterback that. in the sixth round you draft. Joe you Montana exactly right. was a third round pick. Right, right. That's and a premium pick. In still, the
1: first or second round. Really, a- absolutely. You got to draft first or second,
0: especially first round. You got to right. always get a quarterback in the first round. Right. Franchise.
1: But what does that say? It says what we're talking about right here, and that guy is a perfect example. It says of he was
0: relentless. It says yes. that he had a, yes. a chip on his shoulder that he didn't like the fact that Drew Henson, who was the starter at Michigan that he was overlooked for that guy, that he believed that he could be the best quarterback. And when he came out, he was good. But now he's great. He's great. taking it to another level. And the reason why, look at Michael Jordan, cut from yes. his high school basketball yes. team. What right. made him great? Repetition. Jerry Rice over and over again running the same slant route. That's right. Running the same routes all the time. All the time. Great. Walter Payton running up hills. One of the greatest running backs of all time. But doing the constant workout, doing the constant work that it takes yes. to be great. It's repetition. Woo. There's That's no right. mistake about it. People say, Oh, you're you, you got this great God given talent. There's a lot of people out there that got great God given talent, but what do you do with it? That's right. How do you how do you make it work for you? How how does it work for you?
2: You know, and I tell people all the time, I would rather have somebody who has drive than God-given talent. That's it.
0: Because somebody that has God-given talent is willing to take it for granted. I mean, there's some exceptions to the rule. But no, that's a good point. But they're going to take it for granted. Why? Because they've been told all their life, you're great, you're great. Okay, you're great all the time, but guess what? You still got to put in the work because if you don't put in the work, there is always somebody out there that is more hungry than you that is going to take that torch, take it away from you, take that crown away from you. So you always got to be on the lookout for somebody trying to take your place. Trust me. I'm the same way all the time. I've got to work at this job, work at every job, work at everything in life, because there's always somebody that's going to be better than you. Always. Woo! Well
1: said, Engineer Peter. It was. Thank you. Excellent.
0: Excellent. Thank thank you you
1: for
2: joining. that. It is repetition. And practice makes permanent. What are you practicing? Because we are making that permanent. So if it says old tapes. Oh, it's
1: not practice makes perfect. No, it is
2: not. It makes it permanent. So, if you are practicing it it wrong, or if you're practicing those old tapes, you're reinforcing them. If you're practicing the new ones, you're reinforcing that. We have
1: going on with this. And my dad
0: always said you know, if you prepare, that leads to less perspiration if yeah. you're if you're more prepared for that that's if you right. got to be prepared for it if you're not then basically you got your pants down and that's yeah. not a good look No no
2: not
1: Hey thanks Pete you're wonderful <laughs> No problem We love engineer Pete wow so we're going to be back and next week we're going to actually we're going to throw in a Q&A show yes, next we week are. and then two weeks from tonight we'll go back into this co- uh, inner confidence and uh, cuz so much to talk about and who are you anyway uh, I'm Dr. Angel I didn't know who you were sitting right here all this time I'm Mama Mac, and this has been Gulliard, and we'll see you next week. Good night.
2: And make me home. It's down with the old and up with the new. The I reset my life,
1: take two. Oh, Lord, have mercy on this weary soul. I got a new lease on life. This ain't only ever worse, but I we we'll